0: Hello podcast listeners, this is Christina here. And today we're going to talk about when to intervene and how you can appropriately help others. So I'm going to give you some tools today of how to come up with a solution. So this podcast is really called Solution for a Reason. But I'm going to start this with a little story. So I recently went to Lowe's with my son, Cody. And we were standing in line at self-checkout to check out. And all of a sudden, I hear from behind me um, the very stern, older-looking lady at self-checkout say to a man, Sir, you cannot go in there with product. And I hear this, but I don't look over yet. And then I hear her say it again. The man, in the meantime, responds that I have to go to the bathroom. And the lady says again, Sir, you cannot go in the bathroom with product. And I, again, this, the man responds with ma'am, I've been coming here for, you know, many years and I've always taken the scooter in the bathroom. So at this point I look and there is an elderly gentleman. He's about 80 years, 80 years old. He's on a scooter. He's got two giant gallon containers of ammonia sitting on his scooter basket and he obviously has to go to the bathroom. And he's also a very large man. So you can see that he would need the assistance of the scooter. I remember my grandfather, he was a very little skinny, frail man. But he did need that scooter even balance So he could stand up, but he needed the scooter to balance on to even hold himself still to go to the bathroom. And he would be lucky at the end if he even made it to a bathroom. So this woman just even interrupting his rush to the bathroom, she's lucky she wouldn't be cleaning up a mess of urine on the floor or something else. So again, she said, so the man is continuing to battle this with her and he's trying to also respect the rules by not entering the bathroom and being rude to her. So you can see he's torn and he says, ma'am, I really have to go to the bathroom. I can't steal this product. Look, it won't even fit in my pocket. And he's trying to bring like some humor to it. And this woman couldn't have cared less. She was stern. She looked at him. She didn't move two feet. Her arms were crossed. She literally was doing absolutely nothing in the self-checkout line besides just standing there and wanting to throw bossing words around. And she said, Sir, I told you you can't go in the bathroom with that product. I'm calling the manager. And I'm thinking to myself, like, Are you freaking kidding me? Like... How can you not go and help this man? Oh my God. So I'm looking at my son and he's looking at me and we both start to chuckle because he knows mom's about to go over there and intervene. And I look at him and I go, Cody, I can't even, I can't even stop myself right now. I have to go over and help this man. So these two associates come over. I don't know who was the manager or if one of them even was, I doubt they were. They were young, they were in their twenties and they literally stand there and they continue to look at this man while he is... Telling them he has to go to the bathroom, Um, he's not trying to break rules or do anything wrong, but he needs help. He can't get the ammonia out of his basket, and like, why are they all staring at him? And he's just arguing that he has to go to the bathroom, and nobody's coming up with a solution. These two other associates are literally staring back at him. So of course, I immediately I walk over. I'm like, okay, excuse me, guys. I'm like, let me help find a solution for this situation. Now again. I know psychology. I My sister went to school. She is a, a famous psychotherapist. She has an amazing name. She created her own uh, uh, psychotherapy program called The Traveler's Code. I've learned a ton from my sister. I do not have a degree in psychology, but from what I've learned, I feel like I do. Um, so anyways, I go over. I do have life coaching background and certificates. So I also put that into effect here when I'm teaching everybody as well but I walk over in a very calm manner. I am not aggressive. I'm calm. I'm using body language and hand motions of taking it down a notch. So I'm not excited. I walk over there and and I also speak in a soft voice. So when you speak in a soft voice, everybody has to really perk up to listen to you. So there now I have their attention and I'm like, I want to come up with a solution let's help this man he has to go to the bathroom i said how about you take the product go get a carriage i said take take a carriage put his product in a carriage then when he comes out of the bathroom you can just transfer the gallon containers back in the cat in the scooter for him because he obviously needs some assistance and they literally don't say a word they look at me the young man uh, associate walks over, gets a carriage, comes back, takes out the ammonia bottles, puts it in there. The mean lady is just staring. The young girl is just staring. I look at the man and I'm like, sir, I'm like, just go to the bathroom. I'm like, go ahead. I'm like, I'm like problem solved. And he's like, Oh my God, what a blessing what a blessing you are, sweetheart. Thank you for coming. Nobody was helping me. Nobody was sticking up for me. I said, sir, it's okay. It's all solved now. It's all solved. Go, go to the bathroom. I said, you must have to go to the bathroom. You've been out here for a while. I said, go to the bathroom. And he's like, why did you help me? why? And I was like, you needed help. I go, nobody was coming up with a solution. And I looked at them and I said, guys, I've been working with people for my whole life. You have to come up with solutions. There's no reason to argue. There's no reason to be unkind. Look at this gentleman. He just needed a solution to the problem. That's all you guys had to figure out, all of you. And they just, again said absolutely nothing, looked at me completely dumbfounded. The man scooted into the bathroom. I gave him some knuckles. I said, sir, go to the bathroom. Have a great day. I said, just be kind to others, guys. Just be kind. And I walked away, and my son was giggling out the door, and he's just like, Mom, you you're something else. I said, I know, Cody, but, like, you have to intervene when people need help. And that was a situation where I just couldn't mind my business. You know, it wasn't a domestic uh, fight between, you know, lovers or family or friends. It was literally an elderly gentleman, not, you know, trying to do anything wrong. So you got to rate the elevation and the situations of where you can get involved. And again, you really have to use psychology and how you're going to approach the situation. So I really truly believe when a situation needs a solution, and I'm sure we see this at restaurants a lot. There's a lot of people that get very frustrated at restaurants with you know, their waiters or waitresses and not quick enough service or whatnot. So you know, sometimes helping the waiter or the waitress out with a solution is better than scolding them or arguing with them. Everybody has their own stories and we always seem to say this, but we seem to forget it in the time that we need to remember it does that make sense guys so like we we know everybody has a story you know this person is stressed out whatever it may be they were at work they got 20 tables maybe she's thinking about you know being so busy today and having to work a second shift because she can't make her her car payments whatever it is and she's already frustrated and she had a bad morning who knows and she's doing the best she can and then she gets somebody who just doesn't tolerate busyness and doesn't tolerate slow service and is on her ass. And maybe that's the situation. And you're giving her a hard time instead of offering a solution. Because maybe the solution is, hey, next time you come back to the table, can you bring four waters and this drink? Or, you know, maybe you see ketchup and salt and pepper on another table. And instead of asking her, you, you yourself get up and go grab the ketchup and salt and pepper or something. But the point is, find a solution to problems. You want to find solutions. You want to help other people. You want to connect with them. You know, I can remember uh, being at a pizza place and the, and the woman seemed very, uh, frazzled and we had a big party and everybody put their orders in and she literally forgot one of the pizzas. But I didn't think it was a big deal because our other guests were eating appetizers. So they weren't starving. They were having cocktails. They had a slice of somebody else's pizza in the meantime. And then the lady came back around the table and they, and one of the guests said, did you forget our pizza? And she went, Oh my God. And she was about to say like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. But our guest immediately took her, her body language and her about to respond as the fact that she did forget, which we all knew she probably did, and jumped down this poor woman's throat. I mean, she must have ruined her entire night. And I was sitting at the other side of the table and I was absolutely embarrassed. I was really actually embarrassed to be there. And what I found frustrating was like, you're we're out to eat to enjoy each other's company we weren't out to eat to rush through a meal we're there to enjoy everybody's company at the table so what was the big deal like so what like you weren't starving you weren't dying of thirst we were not in a rush we were there to enjoy each other's company the woman made a mistake like it's not the end of the world like people make mistakes and she was apologetic but this guest was like I can't believe you forgot it. I want a manager. I want it comped off the bill. This is disgusting. How dare you forget it? And the woman was like so frazzled by being attacked. She, it was like she just flew. She walked away. She didn't even respond. She had her head down. She probably went in the bathroom and cried. I felt awful for the woman. I looked across the table and was like, you're kind of making a big deal about nothing. Like we're enjoying our ourselves. Like it's not a big deal here. Have some of my pizza. Like I was really upset that the way the woman was treated, but I also, it was such a tense situation situation that I didn't even want to get more involved with that particular friend that we were with because I felt like it was going to escalate into a big fight and I just try to avoid that conflict so but I also wanted to stick up for the waitress so I you know said my two cents and then I just quieted down and we could all feel like the tense tenseness at the table after it, it was very uncomfortable and I don't like that I don't like being around people like that and I will choose to not go out to eat with these people. Again, because of that situation, I don't agree with that. I don't agree in treating others like that. So um, this woman, they, they, you know, at the pizza table, they ended up sending over the manager. And the first, they had two managers. The first manager came over and said, after the pizza was delivered, which literally it took maybe five minutes because it's, um, they were the, you know, the grilled, the, in the big ovens. I can't think of the word, but anyways, they were in the big ovens and it literally took like five minutes to cook. So they had their pizza. It's delicious pizza at this place. And the people continued to eat, they ate their pizza. So the manager came over, apologized. And then the guest was still like, oh my God, I want this comped. We all wanted to eat together. And he looks at her and he goes, but you have been eating. I've been watching you. You ate appetizers and you ate pizza. Now, maybe that was the wrong response on his part, but it was real and it was the truth. And this woman flipped out on him and was like, I can't believe you're going to argue with me. She was wrong. She forgot it. And he's like, she just forgot it. It was an honest mistake. But he, here's your pizza. You're obviously like it. You've devoured it. And I'm, I'm not comping it off your bill. And I I personally agree with him. But again all entitled to our own opinions and he left and she was still bullshit and arguing and then another manager came over and he he she was continuing to make a scene yelling at her husband in very loud manner and the other manager had you could tell he had a lot of experience and he walked over and he totally had to bring the situation down and make this crazy lady calm down and he was like I'm sorry, I apologize. And she was going on and on and on. Now she's complaining about the other manager. And he's like, listen, I'm going to comp the bill. Enjoy the rest of the time. I'm just going to comp. I'm going to comp that off the bill. Thank you. And he walked away. Because if he would have stood there, she would have kept feeding him. And if he would have fed her and agreed with her, like it would, it's just feeding a fire when somebody is being negative and they are arguing and they are complaining and they are arguing, complaining, that's all they do. They're manifesting more negative. They're bringing more negative to their life. You have to diffuse that situation. And I think he did a good job by diffusing her. I think it's shitty that she won and got it comped, but you know, he had to diffuse that situation and she was just, uh, she was just a blazing fire and needed to be extinguished. So anyways, the moral of the story is guys, we got to find solutions in this. We are up against real strange tough times. We are against real strange people. Um, there is a whole genre going on right now of different ideal, like ideologies and all sorts of different things. And we got to find solutions because people are, people are just thinking more differently than I've ever seen people think in my life. I have traveled this world and I'm seeing crazy stuff that I've never seen and we have to find solutions. So if it's a calm, calmer situation, something you're not going to you know, intervene where you're going to get hurt or going to put yourself at risk, then offer a solution. Just offer a very calm solution. Never feed somebody's negativity. So again, let's do our three-step rule. One, assess the situation. If it's calm and you're not at risk for any safety issues, then offer a solution. Offer a solution. Two, let's not ever feed negativity. Like, let it go, people. You, if even That even goes for a personal friend or family member. If they're calling you bitching up a storm, if they're calling you constantly complaining, talking about their work over and over and how much they hate it, talking about their partner, how much they hate the person. If they're talking about you know, a friend who they can't stand hanging around, but they continue. Like the more you listen, the more you allow them to tell you, you're just feeding their fire. You're letting it just, you're just letting that fire continue to burn. Like give it a rest, be like, you know what? Let's change the subject direct them towards something positive. Say, listen, you you stop feeding this negativity. Like I'm here for you, friend, but let's change this. Let's change this subject to something positive. I don't want to feed this negative. I don't want you to continue to feed it. It's only bringing negative to your life. All right. So one solutions, let's offer solutions to people. Two, let's not feed negative. And three, more positivity. Let's do one positive act today. It could be a positive affirmation. You are listening to this positive podcast. All right. But we're going to do one positive act today. So act of kindness today. I want that one compliment. Buy somebody a coffee. One positive act today. Let's spread that one piece of positivity to somebody else. You know, this morning I was throwing compliments out and I really mean them. I don't just throw compliments out. I actually mean them. I saw a really cool hat on somebody. I was like, hey, that's an awesome hat. There was a guy doing traffic. I was like, hey, be safe, buddy. Thanks for doing the traffic out here today. Like, have a great day. Like, the girl at Subway was awesome. I got a salad earlier. I was like, you are a great customer service person. Like, you were so awesome. Thank you so much for being so friendly today. Like I let people know when they're doing a good job, let them know they're doing a great job. Spread positivity. It inspires others. And then more people will continue to spread positivity also. So that's how we get it spread. You want to spread the wildfire of positivity. That's the goal, guys. All right. So solution, do not feed negative. Do not feed negative people. And three, let's spread some positivity. One positive, one nice act of kindness today. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this podcast and again, please leave a review on whatever source you're listening at. Please leave a review or share my post or share a podcast post in it so other people can listen. The followers have been growing. Thank you so much. And I love your feedback. I've been getting some really fun emails uh, talking about these different podcasts with me talking about relating to stories, or how when you spread kindness or the different tips that I've given you have helped you in your life. I love hearing that please send me more info at At rkblive.com is my email. At Christina Rondo Celebrity is uh, the Instagram and Facebook page. So check it out. Share more. And keep being positive. All right, guys? Have a positive day. Thank you.